Somehow these clowns lost $800 million overnight. You know what happened? It was a computer glitch. A glitch! A glitch! A glitch! Hello, and welcome to episode 58 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And in today's episode, we're talking about Money Monster. How's everybody doing today? Very good, thank you. Yeah, glad to be back. Had a lovely week away, thanks for asking. Went to Mallorca, very nice, very hot. Mallorca! Yeah, Mallorca, yes. <laughs> but I came back and it was actually hotter here. Um, had a bit of a heat wave, haven't you, in the UK? Crazy, yeah. Beautiful, mm. beautiful. Yeah, and he's got his shorts on, very... Oh, oh god, yeah. But yeah, had a great week. Glad to be back, though. Good stuff. All right, Lee, you had a good week? Yeah, not too bad, Richie, yeah. Got the week off work holiday. Oh, yeah. Um, going away this weekend, so... <laughs> yeah, just chilling, kicking back, relaxing. Yeah, it's mm. been nice. Maxing, relaxing. All cool. Mm. Shooting some so, b-ball outside. So <laughs> <laughs> You're going to the Lords, are you? This, this, I am going to oh, the Lords this weekend. I'm so jealous. It starts tomorrow, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, honestly, I mean, not only are you getting to watch England play cricket in the Test match, Richie, it's at the home of cricket. Yeah. Lords. Yeah. Honestly. I can't, oh, I can't wait. I'm so envious of um, you. But uh, well, to... well, I never know. Mm. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I tell you what, Matt Cartmel's friend of the podcast names on the, the board at Lords. Really? And anyone who scores a uh, hundred at school level, hundred runs, y- y- your name gets put on the board at Lords somewhere. So anyone? We got the, yeah. It all goes in through wisdom, which isn't the cricket. They must have a Probably massive. Yeah, they have got loads of. Um... If I had known that, I would have put a bit more effort <laughs> in at school. <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell, that's cool. That mm. that is very cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, should, I'm should be really, really looking forward to that. Although tensions are high because uh, it was over after day three of the first well, test. Well, yeah, I know. Um, and we're going on day four. You mm. gone on day four? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bit nervous about that one. Well, my fingers are crossed for you. Don't know so, much, I mean, much. we want to beat them, but you know, yeah. put a bit of effort Save into it. it Save it till you get there. Niche. Yeah. So anyway, um, Joe's not here, by the way. Yeah, Joe's not here. Didn't mm. didn't quite make it to this episode um, due to work-related issues. In that he had to. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing him again next week, hopefully. Yes. All right, so should we um, get into this week's review? Mm. I think we should. All right. Uh, yeah, in this episode we're talking about Money Monster, and uh, we, we will be discussing major spoilers for this film, so if you care about that, then skip ahead. I'll be putting in the description when the spoilers will end. Here's a clip. Don't move. This is a union thing. Oh, Jesus! Turn those cameras back on. Turn those cameras back on. Jesus Christ. Whoever's in there, turn those cameras back on right now. You're lying. Turn the cameras on. I'm going to shoot it in my Right, I'm going to count to three. And I swear to God, I'm pulling this trigger. One. Patty, what do you want me to do? Turn them on, Patty. Two. What do you want me to do? Turn them on. Money Monster is directed by Jodie Foster, and it stars George Clooney, Julia Roberts, Jack O'Connell, Dominic West, Catriona Balfe, and Giancarlo Esposito. The synopsis is, Financial TV host Lee Gates and his producer Patty are put in an extreme situation when an irate investor takes over their studio. What did you two think of Money Monster? Um, Please go first. Take the floor, Jack. Yeah, well, I've, I've got mixed feelings about this one. Going into it, I wasn't sure either. I thought it would be maybe a middle-of-the-road sort of film because I've read mixed view reviews. And it was, like... Do you think your mixed review might be affected by those mixed reviews? No. Why did you read the review before you went to see it? 
don't know. That's just no. There's no spoiler question. Um, yeah, okay. I've heard of uh, people reading reviews. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, I, I, I don't know. I was just asking. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't often do it, but I did for this one. Um, right. And yeah, the actual premise I really like. I like the idea of a TV show being taken hostage live. You know, millions watching. I love the premise. I think mm-hmm. it's a great idea. But it had a very strong agenda. This film. I know you have a big problem with this, perhaps more than me, mm-hmm. um, in that it tried to portray sort of Jack O'Connell as as the good guy, especially the more it went along, didn't it? Because you know, Yeah, it was just kind of the way it was um, making its obvious, sloppy, and pretty delusional idea of the, you know, corporate sexist businessman. It really, it really kind of went hard with that, and it was pretty... Uh, it made me roll my eyes a lot. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was well acted by the three leads um, on the whole. I thought Jack O'Connell, George Clooney, and Julia Roberts did a pretty good job. I know the you know the script, like you just said, you know there were some pretty cheesy, it's very cheesy, cheesy lines that cheesy moments. I didn't I didn't enjoy at all. Um, definitely rolled my eyes at those moments. Um, but I thought they were pretty good on, on the whole. Um, acted acted well, and I would say that um, I did not like. Diane Lester, the girl who kept popping up. Oh yeah, she was pretty terrible. She she got on my nerves very quickly. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'll leave it there for now, and let's just let's see what you guys have to say. Okay, yeah, we'll get back to you. Yeah, Woody. Uh, yeah, um, sort of agree with what Jack says. Um, I had a bit more higher hopes than him mm. uh, when I first saw his trailer. I think we I think we watched it here, did we not? Um, yeah, in this very room, probably. And I thought, oh, that's really got me. Uh, quite an original idea. Great idea, I think. We've, I think some of us have said before we like films that are set in one sort of setting, mm. um, and it just sort of captivated me because it had good good actors, and it, it just looked good. Um, and I was enjoying it for quite a while tonight, and then for me, it just lost all sense of reality. Reality. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say normality because it's obviously a very abnormal situation. But yeah, not yeah, reality. Yeah. Um the whole idea that they were parading around yeah. the streets and found completely barbaric. That was um, that was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Um you're right, Richie, the script was eye rolling, I thought. Um the stereotypes would be not not just um not just uh, Dominic West. No no those those Pretty, pretty much every every role, apart from George, apart from the mains, um, you know the police guys, the interrogation oh. guys. That was it was. I was actually cringing. Yeah, it was pretty. You know awful. their attitude and the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Completely unrealistic. It, it's just really I've, bordering on God bless America. Yeah, mm. but it's just really annoyed me because it, it had such a strong idea and a good start, and I was getting into it and it was good, and then they've just completely ruined it for themselves because they've. All these techniques and all these things they've used, like the lines and where the story actually went, I wasn't interested in the love relationship between A, Jack O'Connell and his bird, B, George Clooney and Julia Roberts, and C, Dominic West and that stupid Irish-American woman. Yeah. <laughs> or English, wherever she was. Gosh, she's pissed me off, that woman. Yeah. I just wasn't interested in that. I wanted to know about him. Why was he in that situation? And the great films like The Hateful Eight that's just stay in these in this tight space, and it was getting it was getting really tense when Jack O'Connell was didn't know what he was doing, and then he it kept juxtapositioning with him actually being the star of his show, and he was liking the attention, and then kept shifting. That was good, mm. and then it just lost it all for me. Yeah, but even with that, with those parts, it still 
didn't feel like it could just stay in one place because it was always cutting somewhere. Mm. It never really felt like it was doing the same set in one place thing that the Hateful Eight did. Even though, I, again, yeah, I felt the same from mm. the trailer. I felt like it was going to be. Yeah, that, but you, no, but you didn't expect him to walk down New York. Well, so definitely not. No, you know I'm, I mean? I'm just, I'm just saying. To, um, I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind going to a location. Or not, no, I don't. Saying, I don't. I don't want to sit in a TV studio for ninety minutes. But I wouldn't um, have minded if it did, though. No, I wouldn't either. But I'm not saying that it had to do that to be a good film. No, what I'm saying is that I didn't mind the other locations, such as the Ibis office. Um, the people in it, I didn't like. <laughs> I've yeah. seen yeah. like, but going there, it's just, I've not got a problem with that. As long as the, the intentions and the reasons behind going there is going to benefit the story, which I don't think it did, mm. and well, benefit the film. Which what did? Because me and you were just saying this, like we were, we're not sure. Ibis, the company. What do you know? What they actually did? Like, See, what they, yeah, what, what the, their product. The, was? the problem is it, it introduced this idea of South Africa and the uh, miners' strike thing, but so little information was actually given to you, or given to you in a way that you would actually be interested. That it was, you just kind of left thinking, or I was anyway. And I think that I think that's, what, that didn't really I, did I that think make that's sense. Sort of the idea, though, isn't it? The idea is that um, it's, it's Jack, o, Jack O'Connell, like thousands of others, have sat at home and been sold this this great product. You know, you just have to look at the numbers and the charts. And yeah, it doesn't matter what it idea, is. isn't it? And yes, okay, the film does have an agenda, but I I quite like the way they did it and the way they explained it. In sort of a similar similar way to the Big Short did, where where something was so complex that we as laymen's are not supposed to understand it. So I think that's what mm. he was trying to do. You're not supposed to know exactly what Ibis do. I get that, but it it was still like it didn't really make much sense when it was finally the truth was kind of let out. Like he, there was this whole thing of him buying low, selling high, and, and I was like, okay, yeah, I've heard that for stock exchange stuff. That makes sense to me. By low, sell high, I've heard that. <laughs> um, but it was kind of just like, wait, what? He he bought this minor strike so that he could make the company, you know, go down in the stock exchange and he could buy low and then when the strike ends it would go up and he would sell high. But buy low, isn't it his company? Yeah, it's his company, so he, he did he did it, didn't he? He engineered it all. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it I was kind of left with a, a few... A bit of confusion, mm. but that's not really um, something I care that much about. I see what you're saying. They're trying to portray that to the people watching. It's all just about the numbers. They don't care about what they do. It's this just... is it, you know, and the fact that these Wall, Wall Street. Um... Yeah, yeah. I got the the idea. It was that's... getting across. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and, and I, I must because... say, oh, sorry. No, no, no. Cool. Um, I thought, you know, I did feel quite tense at times. Yeah, I did, yeah. definitely in the beginning, before it lost its head and just went all unrealistic. I quite I quite enjoyed the moments where um they were you know trying to reason with with Jack O'Connell and and just sort of say you know to to George George Clooney keep talking you know just keep him going and and mm. when he when he shot the screen and he was because he, he was obviously a very sort of volatile character and I liked how you weren't sure what he was going to do next he yeah. might he might suddenly flip or he might become and he and he and he went through quite a few emotions so I was feeling tense yeah some of that was good and I yeah I was as well um and. I didn't... More towards the beginning, I was. Yeah. Like you say. Um, and I liked the beginning. I liked the intro to the film. The intro was really good. I thought it was really good. Really good. Like, it really fit in with, with this TV show. Yeah, very cool. Of the high-energy uh, yeah. stock thing. And that is realistic. Like, the way the Americans... Was, do, yeah, I liked that. That was good. Shows. I also liked the, the use of other TV shows. Um, just when we broke away to other news channels. 
and more towards the end when we start to use others, you know, that'd be sort of, yeah, I know what you I mean. guess in their American mm. chatting about social media, yeah, things that'd be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as much as I don't, don't like them, I like the way that we used them in the film. No, yeah, I get that. The, hu- the humour in the, in the, at the start was really funny, like, I, I enjoyed some of the humour. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah, I enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed some of it because um, I, I liked. I liked it when he thought, you know, oh, you know, he doesn't know the mic. The mic's picking up everything he's saying, so you're hearing him talk about, you know, ask out the the runner lady, like little jokes like that. Yeah, and he was doing his George Clooney thing that he's really good at. Yeah, um, yeah with exactly. his kind of offhand jokes mm. that yeah, worked yeah. really well, and he's really Being good at that. Funny, I yeah, those were those were funny bits. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and, what, what what annoyed me kind of at the beginning and I guess throughout the whole film is how calm everyone is especially Julia Roberts like as soon as the gun the first gunshot goes off she's like Ish, okay let's go let's do this no I, I don't think she was I don't think she I was I think she was I've, like she was not scared at all not many people were actually and I don't even think Jack O'Connell was, was kind of scared well they got the feet straight away <laughs> So, you know, they, they, I know, they but, reacted straight away to that shit, get off. Yeah, yeah and, and I'm fine with that, but, but it, it, after it, that, it, she was like, okay, right, let's do this, I know what to do. Well, they've got to come up with a plan, because if they, if they, if they just sit there and... Right, but a bit of a bit of emotion would have been nice. Well, she she did. I, think she, I think she, she did show she, 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 she snapped at a few people. I didn't get any emotion. Yeah, well, yeah, so she snapped at a few people, so what? I didn't get any fear from her whatsoever. Mm. Or, and I didn't get much from anyone in the film, really. You have got... I got it from George Clooney... I, I, got, dis- I disagree because I think if, if you're on the floor, if you're manning the camera, you know, if a lunatic's just fired a shot, I'm not saying you're everyone, not going to run out the door. You could, I'm not saying I, I, everyone. I, I think the majority of people would just freeze. I'm, yeah, I'm sure that's, that's true. I, I don't, I'm not saying everyone should scream, run out of the room. <coughs> um, I just didn't really get much emotion from them. And in, in the film in general, everyone had this kind of similar to uh, in The Martian. Everyone had this same character, you know, cocky. Cool joke, well, yeah, kind of thing. They all do, don't they? All these films do. All the characters are like. I know, something. it's annoying. Too fast witted for. Yeah, exactly. Everyone, you know. There definitely isn't, you know, you, there definitely is an argument. You know, if you're in that situation, you have got to think on your feet very fast. And you have. And, and you, these, these guys. I know, would, I'm these, not saying that they wouldn't. I'm these, just saying that guys, I didn't. It, she didn't. She didn't seem realistic to in me. In prime time, American TV, in a very busy, fast paced environment, you know. They can think on the feet. Of, this is obviously very <coughs> extra, <coughs> extra. Excuse me, <laughs> extreme <laughs> high end situation. But you know, I, I disagree with that point because I do think that she. The first reaction was, "Oh my god, cut the feed!" And then you know, you, you're not going to sit there and wait for Gustavo Fring to ring you up and tell you what to do, are you? you know <laughs> I mean, you got it. You. But that's not to... what I'm saying. I, I I understand. Like what she did, I don't think was the problem. I, it's just. I don't know. It was. I just didn't get the sense of urgency from anyone throughout the film. Mm. I, 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 didn't, I mean, yeah, fine. Yeah, okay, I, yeah. You disagree? That's fine. I'm just. I, did, saying, I didn't, I'm just saying. For me, it didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't like. No, but so, I, I, I know where you're coming from. I know where you're coming from, but Sheen, you know, it goes back to your argument that you make about the Martian. <coughs> All these. <coughs> Fucking hell. Get emotional already, Christ. <coughs> so this all is how these, she should have been. Yeah, exactly. All these people in these situations are just so quick-witted and smart and intelligent. Mm. And, um, you know, we just can't relate to them in any way. So yeah. I wasn't reading too much into that at all because I was half expecting 
that to already be the case before the film started, you know. Yeah, I they, guess. They work in TV, you know, they've got this persona about them. Um, it's a Hollywood film. We've got to be very smart and quick-witted. Mm. But, so mm. I, I didn't actually mind about that. Okay, well. The, pe- the people who had more... I was more interested in the story and, you know, George mm. Clooney and ja- <coughs> Jack O'Connell. <coughs> Excuse me. Deal. I edit myself. The people, <laughs> the people who I had a, a much bigger problem with wasn't the director and, and the production team. It was, it was definitely more the... Side the NYP, NYPD. Yes, yes, I agree with because that. Because they just would, and to me, go. that just screamed well, unre- if, unrealistic. For me, it was them and everyone else, like all the all the all the businessmen, yep. everyone in the Ibis company. They were just such unrealistic, oh, and, sexist assholes. And 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 even the public, I found yeah. very watching it. Yeah, no, not watching it. I. I Expect people to stop what they're doing and watch it because it's a yeah. But I mean, like they would, they were just sort of having a laugh over some drinks, watching it. Like, oh, well. yeah, yeah. The way they were, the, the, the way it's, they it's supposed to be such an ex- extraordinary situation that mm. you would literally just stop what you're doing and look at a TV, no matter where you are. Yeah, and it's one of these stories that in ten years' time, do you remember that day when this happened? Where mm. were you when it happened? Yeah, the the, the the point I think Have, has anyone ever seen Black Mirror? No, you think you've, you've, asked about that. you've asked us about that. Yeah, before. the first episode of that is not similar to this anyway, but something happens anyway, and and everyone has to crowd around the TV, and, and they do that really realistically. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I think the point that the film is trying to make with that is that, oh, if you're just watching this on TV, then you're only going to be half interested because it's not directly happening to you. Yeah. But it's not really that realistic. But, for something of this scale, no. you would pay attention and be like, holy shit. And you wouldn't be laughing, for fuck's sake. There were people laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, that guy's in trouble. Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we got, got the wrong end of the stick. I think that's, yeah, I think that's the best way to put it. They did. Because, to be fair, the bits, the int- it was interesting, I thought, when, when George Clooney did this massive uh, monologue to the audience saying, "Come on, help me out!" Basically, mm. by the stop. Come on, by the stop. Yeah, and it started going up, and then it went back down again. That was interesting. I liked that. I liked that because I was, I was, I was, I was getting my, it my eyes were getting ready to yeah, roll with yeah, it going yeah. up, and I was going to have a whole big rant on here. I was already planning my rant for this show if that thing was going to go up, yeah. and I was going to say, "Everyone in the audience, please buy into the uh, film that podcast yeah. stock." Um, not not to earn money because you won't you won't earn any money but <laughs> how to save is, our lives we don't make any money on this show how we much just is to save my life worth <laughs> how much is our lives yeah. worth yeah. but it didn't do that so and I was, I was kind of annoyed because I didn't get to do no, that I was rant. glad I was glad it you were glad but annoyed at the same time yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no I was glad it didn't do that and that was kind of a, a funny moment so let's say some of the humour in the, in the film is, is pretty good it's not bad yeah 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 with the yeah. I, I thought it was quite funny that the um the producer who was running around New York doing like shitty jobs and yeah and was he the one that got caught having sex in the yeah that was, that was that, quite that, funny that was funny that was okay funny. I'll, give him, I'll give him that one Dom no 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 he was called Ron, Ron, Ron that was it or Ron 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 where is he and he was in the fucking door. <laughs> He was quite... Resurrection with, dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was... Yeah, okay, I'll give him that one. <laughs> yeah, that, it was no, quite funny. Was, I, I like that. It was funny. What annoyed me about Jack O'Connell's character the most, it's nothing to do with the way it was acted or anything, um, it's kind of to do with the script in terms of when the focus isn't on him and he's kind of in the background doing his thing, yeah. it feels really forced and it's like he, he is literally trying what to waste did, what, time. What we did was just... Be told him just to whenever George Clooney's in focus, 
just get him running around the script, around the studio with gun in his hand, just mm. shouting yeah, his, his yeah. head off. Say whatever you want, and it's like it, it feels like he himself is trying to stall time for the police to come and get him. Well, yeah. yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, but on the whole, I thought he was good. Um, I thought his performance was good. I thought his performance um, was good. Yeah, I thought his accent was good. Actually. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He had a good New York accent. Yeah, mm. he had a good he did. accent. Um, I think he did well, but. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, Richie. I, I was noticing that, and it sort of did irritate me. Just kind of brings you out of the film a bit. You just every, every time George Clooney, Julie Roberts was talking to him in his ear. Yeah, you just see Jack O'Connell walking around the studio like yeah. some, the nut of it. Mm. He is a nutter, of course, but you know, he's, yeah, he, he seemed to be. And some of some of what was George Clooney? Lee, Lee, Lee. Lee. Some some of Lee's sort of how he behaved, especially in the early stages of the hostage situation. You know, with the smart aleck comments to him, and like, what the fuck? I've not stolen anything. What are you on about? You know, no, that's good. I like that. Yeah, but I, I didn't mind him. Well, that specific line, I didn't mind. But there, I, I get what you mean. There were a couple of things. There were just some short little lines where I thought you wouldn't say that to him when you've just literally been put a vest on. Which at that point you think it's real. But he, he, is, he is a very arrogant person, isn't he? Well, so it, I think it, I think it goes back to what I was and saying has, about yeah. the script that, that yeah. didn't bother you guys that much. Um, His character, yeah, has clearly got a huge ego, and I get that. But I just, you know, that. Some of that I found a bit like, uh, that wouldn't really. Mm. Yeah. But I agree with your point about Jack O'Connell's acting. I thought he was strong, yeah. Very, very strong. It was just a shame that, yeah, the direction from Jodie Foster. Well, George Clooney's acting was good. Yeah, no. The, yeah, no, yeah, we've all agreed on that, haven't we? You know, yeah. I, I thought all three were good. good. Yeah, yeah, I thought all three were good. Um, it's been a while since I saw Julie Roberts in anything. I can't remember the last thing I saw her in. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I was pretty impressed with her, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't like. Towards the end, with that cameraman, I was saying to you in the car, yeah, Larry, like like that whole thing about, Larry. hey, I was just doing my job, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm just a I'm just a regular working guy, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we should have got him like, on. If you should have got him next to Jack O'Connell, then if he's a regular, yeah, guy, yeah, you know exactly, what I mean? exactly. If he's a guy who's supposed to be a working class guy, if it's just like, in these are the, these are the real heroes, real hard working guys like these, not <laughs> these fucking corporate assholes. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Like the the writers of the film, they just got such a bitter sense from them. I didn't. It's so weird. Yeah, but this is flavour of the month now, isn't it? You know, everyone going after Wall Street and all this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Global conglomerates and all these massive companies. And, you Mm. know, we saw it in a big show, didn't we? Yeah, but I think it was overdone in this more than that. Like, it it was overdone in Big Short, but even more so, I think, in this. Like, with the whole thing, like, that... I don't know the name of that businessman that was talking to um, the Irish girl... Um, well, well he, he called her exactly that, didn't he? he say, um, "Oh, you're, you're uh, there are plenty of girls that can replace you and shit like that." Oh, that like it's, it's so and he fired her. Like just that. so unreal. Oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Well, you know what? You're fired. <laughs> oh, okay, hey, that's yeah. that's exactly how it works. Thank you. You obviously know a lot about business. <laughs> how stupid was that? I'll tell you what I did like. Um, I quite liked. <laughs> so unrealistic. I quite liked the the little. Yeah, that was awful. This is this is what I was saying before about when it was taken out of the location of the studio. And it went to this office. It's got to be done, and it's got to be done in a good way to benefit the story in the film. And it just wasn't, was it? It's like a cartoon. It was just so unrealistic. I mean, you're almost laughing because I was just thinking, this is bollocks. Mm. Yeah, you know, that, especially that moment, Richie, when he fired her. That was <laughs> that was actually laughable for all the wrong mm, reasons. Yeah. You know, I don't know how anyone could take that line she, seriously. She was fucking awful. Yeah, she that was terrible. Irish, Whatever she was. And I hated all the oh. fast walking down corridors she was doing. Get yeah. me on the phone. Get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she in the place. And I need a translator. She's Chinese. Come with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's what it was like. He's got on the phone. You speak English? What? Yeah. <laughs> she gets this woman to translation. And the guy's on the other end of the line going, Yeah, put her on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She speaks pristine English. Yeah. <laughs> like, so pristine that it, even all this technical talk is yeah. like, fucking hell, she speaks goes, better English than me. And then yeah. after she looked at the passport, she goes, That's cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get in the front you fucking bitch uh, <laughs> so she, she popped up again that a- Amy was her uh, name Amy popped up again yeah. <laughs> a little Chinese girl because one of the press guys interviewed her on the TV oh yeah and she went I've just seen Dominic West go in that building <laughs> he's in uh, there right now oh god oh god yeah the one that I quite liked was the bit where although it was acted horribly by Diane Lester um, is that a name Diane Lester that was the character's name oh okay. um, when she was trying to give Jack O'Connell the answer he wanted but giving, all this bullsh- giving him all this bullshit and he wasn't accepting it and neither was Julia Roberts and she was having a go at her I saying quite like that scene. that's what I'm saying oh, right. I quite <laughs> I, li- I liked that when, when she was Julia Roberts was saying to her look stop stop bullshitting him you've got to tell him yeah. something that was getting a bit tense yeah I thought that was done well yeah because he, he, he kept having these really sporadic moments didn't he Jack O'Connell where he just fire a shot mm. and that was good that was tense you know he didn't know where he was going to go yeah and I was engaged when but, when yeah. George Clooney was staring at that gun I did think for a second he was going to get it go for it and try and do something you know what there were times when I felt that as well I think mm. the, the tension he, in the he film he did as well didn't he <laughs> yeah he did as well I think the tension in the film was, was good a lot of times um, what I didn't like was some of the bits where I don't know it, it might not be that bad really but so when the cameraman moves in on him and he's like, oh, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I need to get you in a better light. And then he's like, oh, yeah, okay. No, I, I see, I did like that because I thought that was him. You know, if you're an irrational guy, he's come up with this idea to go on TV. Ultimately, he wants to be the star, doesn't he? You know, he wants to have this show. So yeah, I think he was actually liking the attention, wasn't he, Jack O'Connor? Well, they People say making him up. And, mm. Okay, you're sceptical when a guy's moving a camera towards you. And once he said... I just want to get in a better light. And he was sort of thinking, oh yeah, go on then. Okay, maybe. Some of the way his kind of psyche went didn't make that much yeah, but sense. He's in a, yeah, but look what he's done. This in love with Jack O'Connor. No, 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 he doesn't no. want a word said against him. No, no, no. no. <laughs> look, look, look at the thing, right? This is a guy who's coming to a TV studio trying to blow the thing up with a gun in his hand. He's clearly not going to... You know, he's clearly not got. A I know he's not brain cell. I know, but that's why I feel like sometimes he was a bit too rational. Well, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what. I tell you what um, now, you just now, you just reminded me of something. Um, <laughs> another laughable bit. I think I know what was how he be. actually got into. The yeah. Building. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. We just <laughs> so oh, two security guards. Two security guards. Like, guards they... Fat bastards with a donut <laughs> and a coffee. You know. It was how... Oh, yeah, could they not please put a bit more thought into that? He just ah, walked in, literally, two boxes. and even oh, and even God. when see, this, okay, this is the bit that of Julia Roberts kind of um, didn't make sense. Her character is when she first saw him on the camera, mm. and like there was just like staring well, at him for ages. Everyone was sort of having the same response. Oh, it's the delivery guy. Oh, it's the delivery guy. Oh, well, yeah, put the thing down a minute. Yeah, yeah. But he but he's walked onto the screen. So why didn't she say? Can someone get him off the screen? Yeah. But no, like he walks in, she's like, okay, go with it, go with it. No, she actually said, get a mic over him. Yeah. But that was when he'd already walked on, and yeah, that was still kind of stupid. But she, if he had just walked straight on, and okay, she didn't want to cause an upset in the show, I would have been fine with that. Mm. But he was just standing there, and they saw him for ages beforehand. Yeah, that that was enough. I reckon he should have just burst in, straight yeah. into the scene, gone, bang. Yeah, and we would have been on with it. 
Yeah. We didn't even need to see how he came into the building. Yeah. Like, the the way that they... And if they're going to show it, put a bit more effort into it. But you know what? We don't actually need that. Yeah. He just went like you just made you've just kind of made yourself look like an idiot by yeah. showing that. He he just said who's the new guy, didn't he? That that black security guy. <laughs> yeah. Who's the new guy? <laughs> okay. I mean, I do imagine him to be quite relaxed if he's sort of blocked, yeah. but I mean that just takes the piss. Mm. Well, just with a, a live care, recording going on. I don't care where you're going, you know, you've got a superstar in the T V studio. You've got to at least sign a document before you get in that building. And, and a yeah. live, I, I, live I, I, recording. And I don't, I don't want him to mess about for ten minutes showing the process no, of no. him getting packed down. I'm not asking for that. You know, he literally just strolled in. I a mean, quick line that maybe explains. A quick line that just explains it. Or sneak just, in a back entrance. Or just, or... Or just sneak in. Yeah. Or you know. Yeah, not not really, literally just storming on with a couple I'm, of boxes. I thought I was really, head. really. Weak. Oh, where's where's, where's the other guy? Where's where's Terry gone? Oh, yeah. just, shut up! Yeah, and just just now we're on the same subject of Jack O'Connell, a character we have to bring up is uh, his, <laughs> girlfriend. his girlfriend. I was going to bring this up. I was going to bring this up. The first scene where we we met her, I thought it was a. It was an oak tree found in New York. She was, <laughs> she was, she was so wooden, wasn't she? What's the problem, the, officer? The, what's the problem, officer? Yeah. You know, you could actually hear the punctuation in there. Yeah. And everything. It was just, oh my God, I was saying to myself, mm. like, I was laughing at her. And then when she opened that door, how do you know Jack O'Connell? What do you think? Yeah, Put a big to, p- pillow wanna, under his stomach. Want to take a really wild just, guess? Want to take a wild guess? Uh, yeah. Oh God, oh. and then that... Awful, oh. awful scene, which was so out of place. Yeah, and um, with her, it made no sense. Absolutely ripping into and Jack but, O'Connell. And, but they're, we were saying because they're able to bring up graphics and do everything so quick, but they can't cut her off. Yeah, why didn't they cut her off like yeah, well, two why, seconds into no, her rant? Gustavo, Gustavo Fring was going, like, <laughs> "Come on, get her off now, get her off." And you know that's not his job. It's Julie Roberts. Yeah. But everyone just sat there. Yeah, but and as we were... and he, even Julie Roberts was saying, right, "Come on." I think we had a. Sh- I think it was a shot of the three blokes who were behind the screen, sort of thing, and it was a. It's now shot actually, all in the line, right? And mm. Julia Roberts, they're all literally just did the same reaction. We all just sat there, you know, hands over mouths, shaking reads. You, you, yeah, you've got what, control. What, just what, cut her off, then. Yeah. What you just been doing for it's the past like, half are you, an hour? Are you trying to create a dramatic moment here for your show? Yeah. Fucking get her off. She's gonna kill him. And then for me, for me, I wouldn't have minded that. Bit as much if Jack O'Connell would have just killed someone after that, you know, because he's just been publicly ridiculed by this girlfriend, you know, in front of millions. Mm. Yeah, and this is like Richie, like you were saying, this very irrational guy. Yeah, he took it very well. I, I wanted, I wanted a bigger well. yeah, reaction. He did. You know? he like kind of sat there for ages, and then he was like, oh, she's and, and, fucking, and right, she's had, fucking right. He actually says because the, the screen of her cuts off. But the, the sound's still playing, oh, yeah. and you know she's being dragged away. And he, he, Jack O'Connell's going, "Get your fucking hands off her!" You know, yeah. yeah what? It, it, you why, know, do you, why do you want to? You've just been absolutely, yeah. You know, a, a verbally oh, abused. And I feel like George Clooney had a bit of a uh, a brain fart at that point as well, because I would not be going up to him and saying anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's got to be at his most volatile moment there. That is it. That is it right there. You see. Now you stay quiet. At that point. At that point. He would have lost it because he's so irrational, yeah. and because he's a, and, this crazy person. You know, he took that so well. And George Clooney actually said to the camera guy, "Well, step back, step back." Whilst he's walking up to his face, mm. Mm. yeah, he, he, yeah. I, I wanted a big reaction, and the only reaction we got was him breaking a mug. <laughs> that was it. But why did she even do that? It's so stupid. What what the fuck is she thinking? This is the NYPD's negotiator, isn't he? The guy. With, 
fucking moustache and oh. coffee walking around. Kept morning. banging on about the same bet. You oh, yeah, $100 is a fit to profile. He's a loser. He lives, oh, he lives yeah. with his mum. Yeah. They all do God, these cycles. Fuck off. They all do. Oh, my God. And I swear I've seen that same actor in, you know, these sort of films before. Oh, yeah. He's playing a deadbeat cop, you know. Every scene with the police. Is he the bald guy with the... I think he's I'm in The just, Sopranos. Yeah, no, he's not. Oh, I've seen him before. Well, he might be, actually. I think he's the chef I've, in I've The seen, Sopranos. I've seen him in... I've definitely seen him in, you know, this sort of drama, filler, cop of I definitely recognised him. And I mm. thought he was the, the chef guy in The Sopranos. And if so, he's good in that, but shit in this. Mm. Mm. That was cool. Time ago. But anyway, um, firstly, it doesn't make sense that she would even do that. Why would she go off on this massive rant at him right there when she's on national TV? Like, is, is she well, just able to just... I'm sorry, but, um, you know, people on national TV, all this sort of... Um, they're just swearing all the time, weren't they? Yeah. And I, 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 I'm not expecting it to be, you know... I think the guy on the bleeper is, uh, uh, has got yeah, to run out the building. He's got his work cut out, hasn't he? So, yeah. <laughs> You know, she, she's just come on and just effed and jeffed. She just wouldn't do that, would she? I don't know about that, well, but she I just, might, I, but they would do it. I think my, my problem is that there's a bit of self-awareness that's not there. Like, she, she, is, she is on national television. She should, she would at least might be a bit nervous about what or to say. she would try and um, reason with the father of, his, of a child. Yeah, but it's like... Isn't it? You just come on and make the situation worse. Yeah, by, I know there's, you know, I know there's a rush, but maybe, maybe someone had talked, should talk to her before she goes on to find to out what she's gonna say. I, I've seen, I've seen these sort of hostage situation films before. You usually have someone with a flip chart, you know, with the words mm. there, and then the loved one is sort of talking. Yeah, to and they usually have a trained negotiator yeah. that can that can start a conversation better than, "Hello, I'm the negotiator. <laughs> Don't think of me as a cop." How ridiculous! I literally this is negotiating Williams. Yeah, <laughs> oh like, that's just not how it's done. No. Um, <laughs> what was that all... He actually looked like him, didn't he? Tobias, <laughs> yeah. Tobias, Tobias, Tobias Funke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was him. That wasn't. <laughs> Mm. Any any scene with with the with the police in? I'm uh, sorry, boys. Just another um, awful moment to mention. Um, again, involving the fantastic police force, uh, mm-hmm. the NYPD. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have this massive uh, sort of pet talk with Gustavo Fring in the street, in the street, right? And we basically discuss the plan to shoot George. Eighty-eight uh, of In in the. Kidney. You know, eighty percent, eighty percent of an eighty percent chance good math, and you know, and all that. Yeah. <laughs> overheard by the studio runner, <laughs> just standing on yeah. the edge of the street corner. That was the most awkward <laughs> and hilarious moment. You have to hear this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you were questioning the reality Why of would that. They would they that shoot in public? Would they shoot him? To get, I don't know. I I was saying I'm not. I think we might. I'm just. I, I was just kind of. It's hard to understand. Is I, it? You know. All right. Well, I want to play devil's man. advocate, but it it does seem like a more heavy heavy risk because uh, this is a well known guy mm. and it's and it is live on TV. But, and uh, the the one I object to the most is when it was in the street. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can I can get on board with them doing that when they're in the studio, mm. but I think when it's on the street in New York, I don't think they would do it. No, no, no they wouldn't do it there, but but they they implied that they would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not dis- I'm not disagreeing. Man. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm, yeah, mm. I think that whole bit when they go into New York is the the worst. No, it's just <laughs> oh barbaric, God, wasn't it? It's just barbaric. People yeah. are, people are coming out. The streets are lined with people. Mm. So it's just completely stupid. Well, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Why would the streets be lined with people when this guy's got a fucking Well, that's bomb? the whole point. And this, know, this... It's called, in emergency, you evacuate yeah. the nearby area of at least a five-mile radius. And what's so... More people have actually New York goes to shut down. And what was so... Con- so... You don't line the streets going, hey, go on, man, do yeah. it! Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what gets me as well. They, they were actually fucking encouraging him. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, you're stood next to him. Yeah. And I hated it when he, right after he shoots Ron in the arm, he says, right, sorry. And then it's like, right, let's forget, carry on. Forget about him. Yeah. But what annoys me most about that is, as I was saying to you earlier on, Jack, um, is, is at the end when, you know, this guy is revealing about what he's actually done, Dominic West. And, um, he said, I, you know what? It's just business. Nobody bats an eye when, uh, when they're, you know, getting the money or whatever. And Jack O'Connell's like, yeah, but that don't make it right. <laughs> okay, well, was it right for you to kind of do all this? You know, hold people hostage and shoot that guy earlier and then completely forget about him? I mean, this is why it's <laughs> such a backwards agenda that the uh, the film has. Yeah. And they've just not put that much thought into it. And there was quite a few little side characters that I thought were just on this, like the two hackers who we saw like twice. And then yeah, that was a bit of a See, this is this is a problem, wasn't it? You know, the algorithm guy into South Africa. The shots in South Africa, the Chinese and this Iceland. Yeah, yeah, I feel like these films kind of feel like they have to go to these places for it's, it to be a good film. Yeah. Again, you know, right? Um, let's get two hackers. Right? What do we do? Um, I, I I tell you what we'll do. This is the characteristics. We play video games in the spare time while smoking pots. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> get them in a room and do it. Well, they're extremely intelligent. Extremely guys- intelligent after the blazed out the nut yeah. and we can still you know work out all these things the screens are always on we've got about five screens <laughs> oh. and then what was that Yoda thing as well I didn't get that at all it's just a that was that was, was, that, that was because they were, identity, wasn't it? oh of course it was and they were high so they were right. um, but yeah that was a bit of a pointless thing and uh, the, the uh, when the he was when she was talking to that Chinese guy about the uh, the algorithm was he Chinese? anyway um, Korean um, Korean in Seoul. Okay, so um, yeah, yeah, they're talking about him, talking to him about the algorithm, and he was saying, "Oh no, the algorithm um, couldn't have done this. It's it's, it's literally a uh, mathematical impossibility. Um, it's got human fingerprints all, all over it. it. Yeah, but that that was it. And it, like close up on his mouth, it was so cheesy. Yeah, yeah. It's got little, human fingerprints all touch. over it. Oh, sorry, human fingerprints all over. <laughs> <laughs> And what was his girlfriend doing next to him like? Where? What the fuck was she doing? She I was like, she what? she was buying the shares. Yeah, oh, I, right. well, that was at one point. Yeah, I like how they did that. She was like, oh shit, I gotta buy the shares. Like, Who the fuck do you think you're kidding, love? Yeah. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but that was part of the uh, thing where the shares didn't actually go up, wasn't it? Yeah, also, yeah, yeah that, I, that scene. Yeah. I thought they they were able to. Obviously, Julie Roberts and the production team are now in this van traveling along. And they're able to get all the graphics and all the information he needs in this new building very quick. Mm. It was all a bit too easy for me, that. Right, get the graphics up, three, two, one, bang, they're on. Do you know? Mm. It was... No, I didn't have a problem with that because, you know, it's live TV and... Yeah, but they've moved to a, run to a building... Yeah, but we're in a satellite truck. I know, but... It was... Plus, there's not that many staff. I don't know, it's, it's something I can put behind me. Mm. Okay. I can't Because I can't confirm whether that's... Realistic or not, really? To be fair, you can definitely. You might it. be right. You can, no, you can definitely do it. You can do it because I know you can do it. Yeah. That's what uh, ADI. I'm not going to blab on about it too much. You can, yeah, yeah. This place I work for, they have um, 
the computers have got all wired up to the same system. It's just wired up to the same system and it goes live to mm. direct and banks. Yeah, yeah. So. I think I think the, the point you're making is just in this state of crisis. Yes, whether it's, would you still be able to operate it? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but... From a Mac sat on your knees <laughs> in the back of a full transit. Were you... Probably not. Were, were you um, slightly shocked when... Chuck O'Connell died, or did you expect Ooh, him to spoiler, die? Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Um, All along. Because I was a little bit shocked. Yeah, I was shocked. Um, I, yeah. It seems like, it seems like that um, NYPD uh, sniper has got a bit of a trigger-happy finger. Well, because, yeah, he... Wasn't he, po- wasn't he supposed to be pointing at uh, the guy in the vest, though? I'm, I'm guessing... I don't know. I don't know. He, 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 he went on... Uh, no, because Jack O'Connell threw the thing, didn't he? he yeah, so, so he, 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 went on, he went on instinct... Uh, so that's that's fine, but it's uh, yeah, it was it was kind of a shock. I wasn't sure what was going to happen when yeah, you let I, go of the bus, and yeah, I wasn't mm. sure which way it was going to go down. And uh, I think that was that was okay. Mm. But what I would say is, by this point, it's just gone too far, hasn't it? You know, but the way George Clooney was going, you okay, buddy? Hey, friend, yeah. And this is the, right, this pal? is this is the next point I was going to make. Right, hang in there. This sort of this friendship that blossoms between Jack O'Connell and George Clooney. In the TV studio, uh, and then it's sort of once from the move, isn't it? It's all George Clooney's basically directing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just, I just found that so hard to believe, and sort of took me out of it a bit because there's just no way. And then by the end of it, you know, he's distraught. He's on his knees. He's you know, come on, get him. Come on, you'll be all right, buddy. Mm. Like you say. I just, I just found it. Walks over. Like, can you, can you be in a bit of shock for the situation yeah. you've been through, please? I just found it too far fetched that. And he walks over and punches. But after the way it started, the way it started that George Clooney and Jack O'Connell would become friends, I just found it too hard to believe. I, mm. I really did. Yeah, it's I, a bit too Hollywood. Yeah, mm. and I agree with you about the shock. That's what I'd say. A lot of this film is a little bit too Hollywood, isn't it? Mm. All, all day he's been held hostage. He's, you know, he's just seen this guy die in front of his eyes. And literally, a matter of maybe an hour or so later, he's eating Chinese or happy with Julie Roberts. You got you got to be more shocked than that. Mm. You'd literally shaken, and it just seemed yeah. Because I remember even say, "Oh, what are we gonna do next week on the oh, show?" Yeah, yeah that's the worst. Oh. And they brought back you know how you she said wrote this script, so it should be hung drawn and quartered. Because <laughs> how she said at the start, um, you know, I like, with, with the pajamas and the takeout, and then at the end he was like, but "This is what I'm saying, Jack. Like, who gives a shit about that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who cares? All I'm interested in is Clooney and Jack O'Connell. Yeah, and I want to see who comes out, but still with the brains not being picked up off a New York Street floor. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I'm not interested in a love triangle between George no, Clooney and Julie no, no. Roberts. And, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I still I do feel like it's weird that this character that got shot was never mentioned again. Right, yeah. But oh no, he was, he was, he said <coughs> he's just come out of surgery. Oh yes, you're right, sorry. Okay, I withdraw that comment. But um, yeah, yeah. We, well, didn't, we didn't see him again, well, anyway. Well, I don't mind. About yeah. that. His erection went pretty quick, didn't it? <laughs> and that That's girl, true. that girl, that girl that went, you better be coming back! Yeah! <laughs> what but, but, but no, that was funny, I liked that bit. That was yeah. funny, that was funny. Okay. And, um, then, and then when he stopped, you went, oh, I need a break anyway. <laughs> Okay, Jack, I don't want to stop you in the middle of this. Um, <laughs> no, we're just excited. Yeah, Joe, talk we, about your favourite scene. <laughs> <laughs> but we are uh, 45 minutes in and I think we better move on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so favourite scenes, guys. <laughs> Jack, you got yours? <laughs> no, it's not that one. It's actually high up there. It's high up there because it was funny. Yeah, sure. but, um, it was up there, wasn't it? Hey, we pun mm. the pun. <laughs> Bit of Boom. joking for the dads out there. Boom. 
But the... I'll say the scene where um, Jack, where Diane Lester is trying to reason with Jack O'Connell, but she's giving him a lot of corporate bullshit, as Julia Roberts put it. And then they have sort of this sort of heated argument where she's saying, "Don't talk to me about whatever I'm stood, however many feet away from a bomb." And it got a bit tense at that point. And Jack, that's when Jack O'Connell shot the screen and got a bit volatile and started to get angry again. And yeah, I'd say that scene because I felt tense during it. Okay, so I'll say that. Woody? Yeah, it was good seeing that. Um, I'll go for the intro, though. I really did like that. I thought mm. it set the film mm. up really well. Um, the narration of George Clooney was good. Um, the concept as well, something we haven't mentioned, the introduction to the Money Monster TV show, when George Clooney's dancing. That's funny, yeah. That's funny, that's funny, that's, funny, that's really good. Funny. But that, that, was, that was what incorporated what I meant when I said I liked the intro. And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. yeah no, but I'm just... Yeah, yeah. Bit, yeah so, yeah... yeah. Um, I like the way we explained it, um, and it looks visually as well. I thought it looked really good. Um, mm. You know, the, the graphics and the glitch, and you know, what your money is. It's all these algorithms, wise and all that. So that's cool. Yeah, so yeah. go for the intro. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think I would probably go for that as well. But I guess for the sake of uh, picking something else, kind of, I'll just mention uh, maybe the scene where uh, George Clooney kind of does his um, point system for. Mm. Between him and Kyle. Yeah, that's a good oh, one, yeah. that, wasn't it? That's a good one, that. I, st- I think I'd still probably prefer the, the beginning of the film, the intro, but I'll, I'll mention that one as uh, pretty good. That no, was good, actually, Because yeah. everyone, Julia Roberts and everyone behind the glass was sort of like, telling me not to do up. it. Yeah. It looked like he was getting but somewhere. For, 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 the po- for that point in the film and for the state that he's in, I think it makes sense. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, I'll go with that one. Ratings out of 10, gentlemen. I might go with a 6.5 the story was good up until it got ridiculously unrealistic when they when they all left the studio um, acting from the three leads I enjoyed thought they were all good um, I was tense at moments um, it was interesting but the writing was pretty terrible I'll, I'll give it a 6.5 this week alright what are you going to give it next week uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I said that what are you? Um, I think I'll go for a 5 uh, middle of the road uh, started off so well thought it was a great idea um, ruined by one of the worst scripts I think Hollywood's ever produced um, I don't know that's uh, a pretty bold statement to make <laughs> it's appalling you know for this yeah, film no. it's, it yeah. took you out of it so much it was very poor it was yeah. so goddamn awful um, <laughs> it, it, it just not to sound like them I know, yeah. so goddamn goddamn yeah. awful it's a goddamn human <laughs> yeah but it, it just for me it, the strongest points of this film was when Jack O'Connell was being very irrational and George Clooney <clears throat> and Julia Roberts were trying to trying the best as we could to sort of sort the situation out. Yeah, I guess so. And I agree the, with the weakness with the police and uh, Dominic West, Ibis. Um, and the girl. Was just so was oh. so bad. And then the parading round of this person, that, that bit, it was just a massive moment for me. I just thought, what have you done? You've ruined it. You've ruined it. Mm-hmm. I've ruined my lines as I'm saying that you ruined it. <laughs> but they, have, they did, didn't they? It just really annoys me. Yeah. Because um, like I say, it, the city would just be shut down, well, yeah, especially in that area. So, yeah. Far middle of the road. Good 90 minutes, 98 minutes. Just yeah, length was Also, good. What, was, what was with Dominic West seeing the news? And he's saying, and then I going, trusted you. I trusted you. Like, how, how much could he have possibly seen in that? Yeah. Uh... I mean, it was all live, wasn't it? They weren't showing. Well, maybe because she showing, did sound the phone. Didn't maybe she? they were showing. No, but it, it, it revealed his location, didn't it? So, but did it say that she had revealed his 
No, but he, he, he you know, he, she's got. Yeah, I, I guess. And it, I don't know. It was kind of weird how that came up. I guess I don't know. I, I just found his acting awful. So he's he's English, isn't he? Don't know. He's an English actor. Is he? Yeah. He's from Yorkshire. I think so. I'm about to check that book. Yeah. I've seen him in a few things. You should know, right? What else has he been? He's in a TV show series called The Affair. Right. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. Five Middle Row, decent bit of action, but let down by a lot of shit, I think. <laughs> yeah, okay. Even um, Mr. O'Connell can't save a high rating from, high rating <laughs> from me. And there you go. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of thinking between 3.5 and 4. I'll probably go for 4, I think. Um, because there was some. The, there were some enjoyable moments and uh, things like that, but yeah, the the NYPD, everything you guys have mentioned, and the awful delusional agenda and the delusional idea of yeah. reality and right and wrong, um, and the way it will it's trying to mislead people. I don't like that. So, so it, it it blinded you from what could have been a decent film. Yeah. So a very light four for me. Hmm. Okay. All right. Mm. Let's move on. It's the quiz night theme tune for film. Okay, it's time for yet another friendly match of quiz nights because Joe's not here. Um, so Jack is our quiz master this week. I am. If you want to just hit us with the first question there, Jack. Okay, fairly easy one to start, lads. Question one How much money in total had Ibis lost its shareholders? Put wrong currency in. Yeah, I'd like it in dollars, please. Cheers. Okay. <laughs> Damn, I was I was hoping to uh, change it into convert it into pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. Lee Gates began every episode of Money Monster with the same line. What was the line he began every episode with? It's only a short line. It's not. But the beginning of the film when they show you know him presenting. Hmm. Mm, tricky. Yeah, fucking hell! He only, it's only one episode, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't remember that. No, they at did. All. Sh- they did. Sh- he just said this line more than once. <laughs> oh, no, well, now you said that, then Jack. Yeah, no, I can remember it now. <laughs> all right, it's not all going to be God, as easy as number one. No, it's not. What, what line does uh, Jack O'Connell's character say every morning to his girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like that. <laughs> Question three. Hey, oh, hang on, I'm still writing. Where did Patrick Bateman get his uh, sheets washed? <laughs> You'll always remember that, won't you? <laughs> yeah. Santa Fe. God. That's a ridiculous question. That's a man. <laughs> it was literally... It, it was one of those lines where it was really fast. Santa Fe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it literally was like that. Alright. Ready? Yeah. We've both got that. So. Yeah. Question three. What was the name of the TV network that Money Monster was aired on? Fuck yeah! What the fuck is this? Are you just taking a piss? This was it's mentioned like it's a supposed lot. to be a quiz about the film, and it was yeah, like the most—it's the most trivial details, and it was shown What's that these quizzes are based on. Do you know what? I actually hate it when you quiz me. <laughs> my god, that was a bitter. It's bitter. A bit of bitter of um, non-competitive most, most inane questions. <laughs> I'm not hard. Oh dear. They're about as hard as that guy at the uh, erectile. <laughs> Question four. And that, Richie, that means very hard. <laughs> Question. Because that stuff worked wonders. Four. Why was Ron trying to get to Lee in the moments before he got shot? That's a bit more like it, Jack. Hmm. 
A sensible question. And question five. Where did Walt Camby claim he went when he actually went to Johannesburg? And I'd like the city and the country, please. <sighs> sure, for this week, you'll be glad to know. Right. Are we ready to hear the answers? Sure, we've got full marks, but we'll go through them anyway. Question one. How much money in total had Ibis lost its shareholders? Richie? $400 million. Henry? $800 million. Henry's correct. Oh, was it? I could have sworn it was $400 million. $800 million. Shit. <laughs> Question two. Lee Gates began every episode of Money Monster with the same line. What was it, Henry? Let's make some money. Hello, and welcome to episode 574 <laughs> of Money Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're both wrong. It was actually, the name is Lee Gates, the show is Money Monster. Oh, okay. Question three. What was the name of the TV network that Money Monster was aired on? BBC Stock. <laughs> CNN? It was FNN. Oh, yeah. You won letter out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. Why was Ron trying to get to Lee in the moments before he got shot? Henry. To deliver him an earpiece. To throw him an earpiece. Both correct. And finally, for this week, question five. Where did Walt Camby claim he went when he actually went to Johannesburg? Richie. Geneva, Switzerland. Geneva, Switzerland. Both correct. So, the scores please. I believe it's a draw, because I think I have two, and Henry no, has... Three. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, you got <laughs> the first one right. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I thought Jack O'Connell said, oh, I want $400 million, because no, that's what... No, he said eight. Really? Yeah. Why did I get that wrong? And it was said a lot, as well. It was. All right, Jack, don't make me feel fucking <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, Henry wins this week. Yeah. Well done. Congratulations, Henry. Cheers. But, unfortunately, it means nothing. It means nothing. Um, so I'll tell yeah. you what it does mean now but um, Jack still can't do question <laughs> 3 out of 5 is pretty reasonable yeah <laughs> what channel was it on <laughs> what did he say on every episode oh come on live episode Richie you know you should have listened no. to that word <laughs> when I told you the answer you went oh yeah he, he, he did say that no, a few times no, he didn't yeah he did <laughs> I could go back and rewatch it <laughs> oh god anyway until next week that was quiz night. Alright, let's get into uh, a bit of news. Something that's kind of popped up this week is that there's going to be a live-action film of the uh, animated TV show Archer. And uh, that apparently John Hamm is the favourite to to play Archer. So, Henry, I know you watch mm. Archer. Yes. Jack, you don't. You've not seen it. No. Have you ever seen it? No. Sorry. I watch it. I think I've seen all of them now. Um, so... I mean, what do you kind of think of the whole idea in general, Woody? Um, well, when you first told it me, my initial response was pretty sceptical. Mm. I, I, you know, why? What? Why? What? Yeah, I, I think that's my thought. The great, well. great thing about Archer is that it is a cartoon. Yeah, I, I think my favourite thing about it is the voice actor that but, plays yeah, exactly, Archer. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Who's also who's also been in um, Family Guy he's and the, uh, his, he's in jo- Bob's Burgers, which I think there's a that's big, John Hamm, a big joke of. Mm. Yeah, the guy from Mad Men. Oh, he was in the Fuck Trailer. Oh God, right. Um, so I, I feel like without him as Archer, it's yeah, just it's not, not going to be. It's not Archer, is it? No, yeah. and also 
It's just the idea of it being live action at all. I don't think well, is yeah, that just makes it a normal run of the mill film. Doesn't because it? just, it's... just just call just call it another film and just have like an R rated Deadpool style spy film. Then it probably yeah. it probably will just be turned into a regular spy so comedy. Call, because Archer. what's so good about Archer is that it's like there's so much absurd stuff going exactly, on. exactly, and it's so it's pretty grotesque. And you can and, and you can the stuff of his mum and all that. That's funny. Like all that, yeah, and all the things they can they can. Do and the the running gags they have yeah, yeah. Uh, with the different characters. I don't. I just don't see how it's going to translate to film or live action I, or I, with John Hamm as yeah. Archer. It seems kind of very disappointing. It seems to me as someone who hasn't seen it that you know the main sort of USP of this is that it is an adult animation. Which, yes, which is what draws why, you to it. Yeah, that's why it's good. And that's why it's funny. So why would you then? I don't, I'm not. I'm not completely opposed to the idea of there being a film about it, but just keep the same structure. Or just keep, keep it or as keep an animated. It animated. All right, I know it takes fucking ages to make an animated film, yeah, but, but you know. Yeah, you should watch it because it's one of these where you can just throw it on, can't you? Oh yeah, Anytime, definitely. You just throw an episode. It on. is a bit of stupid fun. Yeah, it's stupid fun. Is it just exactly what it is. on Netflix then? Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix. It's yeah. so funny. You should, you should watch it. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a try then. I'm not... Okay, I want to be open to everything and not have any doubt, you know, if I want to go and see a film, try and be as open as I can. But I'm just not... I'm not buying into this at all, this idea. I'm no. really not. It just doesn't seem like... I, I just immediately get the feeling that it's not going to be like Archer. No. Because this... this I, I mean... See, I just don't see how it's going to work. There's shitloads of the, of the <clears throat> series. Like, mm. there's, there's at least... I think it's at least seven. At least seven, I think. But we've got these characters and the voice actors that we're kind of familiar with now and we like. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, if it was if it was just a regular TV show and it was already live action, someone was doing it, you wouldn't have somebody else play the part. Mm. Yeah. You know, in in the film, you would get the same guy, and just because it's a voice actor doesn't mean you can just change it. Exactly. I mean, I know the <coughs> I, I know the guy. That plays Archer. He was in Master of None, uh, so you've seen him. In, we've seen him in that, and he's okay. His looks do not. Um, Which one was he? In fits that? to. Oh, uh, he was. Um, I think he he worked with Aziz Ansari's character on mm. the set or something. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've watched it. Um, but I just think they sh- if they're going to do a film, they should keep it animated. Yeah, because that seems to me what everyone's drawn to about it. It's different. It's sort of. Well, it's it's it it helps with it. It's not necessarily what everyone's drawn to about it. It's the absurdist comedy and the mm. and the, style. the voice actor. I, I genuinely think he's yeah, a great voice exactly, actor, and he's exactly. the best thing about it. Mm. Yeah, that, that's the worry for me. This this obsession. Of but does a film really things? need to be made out of it anyway? I think it worked perfectly as a TV show. Just bloody leave it. Yeah, for Christ's sake. Just I, I'd, rather, I'd rather him just come up with his new idea of. A different take on a spy movie or something. If you're gonna do something like that, yeah, Deadpool type spy movie, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it's but it's just it's like all, they just can't. All the range, of, <coughs> it's all the range at the moment, isn't it? So yeah, they just you just can't make something without going. Oh, we have to make this into a film now. Mm. Yeah. We have to remake this as a film. It's just like you can't just have a TV show. But I don't understand why they, why all these big companies think that that's what we want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because do well, we really want to see a remake, a live action of the BFG in Jungle Book? Uh, no. Well, we don't, so. Woody, but the general pub- public does. Well, they'll go and see it at least anyway. Well, I'm sorry, but general public, you're all a bunch of melts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that's what it is. You know, people see these things. As, oh, I love that. One. I love that. Buy, I love that when I was a kid. Just don't buy me DVD and watch it again. Exactly, you fools. Yeah. 
I agree. But please keep listening to this. Yeah, we yeah. are, are going to review them. <laughs> <laughs> They're obviously not too much of a melt because they're listening to our show. Exactly. We've got some we didn't say it was our listeners. No, we no, just said it was the general. Our, our listeners, our listeners are, are the very uh, educated bunch. Yes. Yeah, and they wouldn't see it. Our listeners are the uh, yeah. choice viewing and listening. And they would agree with us on this point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, well, I'll definitely try the... The TV series. Oh, yeah, I think it's worth it. Sounds, yeah, it sounds interesting. I'm like, yeah, give it a go, yeah. Go for it. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, this uh, this isn't really news, but sometimes we uh, we like to talk about trailers that we've just seen at the cinema where we've been watching the film we're reviewing, and that's exactly what this is now. <laughs> well, I've, I've found the trailer. Uh, no, we're, we're, this is not. We're not going to be talking about the absolutely fabulous uh, trailer, as absolutely fabulous as it looks. Um, <laughs> No, we're, we're we're talking about the trailer for um, Girl on the Train. Now, I, I've only seen this for the first time uh, today at the cinema. You, you two said you've seen it twice now. What, what were your thoughts then, first time? Uh, I don't know. I remember a lot of people saying... I haven't read the book, but I remember it being something that people did enjoy quite yeah, a lot. It was, it was pretty big. It was a bestseller, I think. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, when a book is made into a film, it's uh, not always... Mm. The best course. So I don't know. Maybe I'll. Uh... It didn't blow me away, but didn't, I didn't really. Didn't... I don't really know. I don't really get a sense of what it's about properly, apart from a girl on a train. Well, I from th- the trailer, I, I, actually, not... I actually think the trailer is a very poorly made trailer because it went on for a good while yeah. of time, but I didn't actually get the gist of it. No, you know, this girl disappears, yeah. and Emily Blunt sees her on the train, mm. sees her disappearing, and then she's. Somehow involved yeah, that, in her murder. The one thing, the one thing I would say about this trailer <laughs> in particular is is exactly that. I think it's far too muddled. Yeah, it cuts so much to different characters. Yeah. one minute you've got a violence. One minute she's back. You know, the girl who's missing is back. Then she's gone. And yeah, the trailer actually isn't very well put together. Yeah, I guess that's that's but, true. But I do like the look of it. I, I quite like a thriller, mm. and it looks like a thriller that's going to make you sort of work it out as it goes along. You know what I mean? Yes. No. Yeah. I agree. Um, mm. I think it, even though, yeah, even though it's not the best trailer in the world, I would go and see it because mm. I do like that sort of. Um, Maybe that's uh, for the best. Genre. You know, they don't give too much yeah. away because yeah. I don't really know what the fuck is going on about. Yeah, they didn't give too much away, but we showed you a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It was a long trailer. Yeah, trailer. there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. <clears throat> but I would, yeah, it's it's definitely drawn me in, and I think as a film, um, it could be pretty pretty good. So um, yeah, I will definitely see this. Okay, um, but you say your mum's read it. Yeah, it said it was very good. Um, mm. I do remember hearing because it was in the news, wasn't it? Because it was one of these. It wasn't sort of Fifty Shades of Grey style, but blew up the came up in the trailer. Uh, the book that shocked the world, and I have to say, yeah, I do remember a lot of people talking about it. Mm. But you are right; it's hard to uh, <coughs> translate that onto screen sometimes. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, that's not uh, really it's news. Got that same sort of Gone Girl feel to it. For yes. Me, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I still Gone, haven't seen that. Gone Girl oh, was, one, was an international bestseller. <laughs> Mum's got a book as well. And um, your mum is is just going crazy <coughs> with these yeah, books. But, no, <laughs> you know, it's one of these massive selling books that made it into a good, very good film. Actually, same with Room. That was a book, and that got rave reviews. Mm. Did you see that? No, but I just know, obviously, it got all mm. the Oscar buzz and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, Gone Girl, have you not seen that? Right? I, see, I, I just think this yeah, it looks uh, the film train yeah, has yeah. the same sort of feel. It does look like that, but I would recommend seeing that, yeah. That was a great film. Yeah, it was quality. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I've been meaning to for ages, and I just, you know, sometimes I've got around to it. Oh, we'll just move on to what we've watched then. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, so what's everyone watched this week? Jack, got anything? Yeah, I've only one thing this week, um, unfortunately. No films, but I did watch on BBC One, Reg. Reg? No. Yeah, I've heard of this. Do you see it advertised? Uh, no, but I've heard of it. Who's really, who stars in it? I really heard you, uh, Tim Tim Roth. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, it's excellent. I really loved it. It's an hour and a half. It's one part. Never heard of it. It's, it's based on a true story. Reg Keys, he plays. And Reg Keys was a man whose son died in the Iraq war. And because he fell, obviously, Tony Blair had taken him to war on a lie. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, basically, he died for nothing, his son. He campaigned against Tony Blair and tried to win it. Tried to take his seat in Sedgefield, his constituency. Um, he was not a politician; he's just this lad's dad who mm. felt so strongly about how wrong it was, and and there was that story, and it was absolutely fantastic, very moving, very emotional, excellently acted by Tim Roth, um, who I last thing I saw him in was Hateful Eight. Um, he's a brilliant actor, and all the actors were great. His wife was fantastic, and it, it was just. I think I've heard of the story a while ago. You know, it's one of those things you, you hear. Mean the, you mean the character's wife, not Tim Roth's wife. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> the character's wife. Um, it's a story I've heard about, but only faintly, and I didn't really know a lot about it. But it's, it really is a fantastic story um, and a great, great watch. I would recommend it. It'll be on the iPlayer, so you can see it. Mm, cool. Yeah, no just, <clears throat> just very, very good watch. Yeah, never heard of it. But um, no films. Uh, that's it from me so quite a quiet week can I get your quick thoughts on Top Gear before we move on oh god very quick because we talked about it for ages yeah I know you did very quick yeah um, thought it's absolutely horrendous <laughs> okay um, they're just clearly trying to copy everything that made the original Top Gear good um, and it just doesn't work with them there's no chemistry at all between Chris Evans and Matt LeBlanc it's cringeworthy mm. and um, I just think it's horrendous so okay yeah Top Gear's dead pretty much what we said uh, Woody what about you yeah, um, I actually, after our conversation about Top Gear... Oh, you watched it? Went home and watched it. Oh, so you hadn't seen it? No. Oh, cool. Okay, uh, what did you but think? I, you know, I'd read about it in the papers. Yeah. Did you love it? Was it hilarious? <laughs> I turned it off after um, after the Jesse Eisenberg... Oh, really? Interview. I didn't even watch the lap. Yeah. I actually, I actually found it to be that awful. Yeah. It was, And I thought I just kept riding through with it because I wanted to see the Blackpool bit, mainly. Mm. I wanted to see him going to Blackpool... Um, it it was it was awful. It was a car crash. <laughs> yeah, you know, as I said last week, even before I watched it. <laughs> yeah, that that star in a car thing was horrendous. It, it was all that, that that yeah that star in a car bit. That was just enough for me. And I, I thought, yeah, yeah, what kind of you know, was the that? fact that we're getting a stig on and, and Chris Evans was shouting, "Hey, we won custody. We won all, yeah, you know, yeah. all, all these." Yeah, I forgot about that. Constant, this constant oh. catering bit. You know, this constant it's just dis- it's disgusting actually yeah yeah and I thought it was and I've, I thought it was awful I turned it off and I will not watch another one I thought it was absolutely appalling TV and, 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 and actually, actually quite it's disgraceful and, and, and they'd come on to obviously promote their whatever and they'd even talk about it the, yeah yeah I, I didn't even see that lap because I turned it off I switched yeah. it off I thought but I, I knew it was going to be bad no, I think the way he treated Jesse Eisenberg was just What's piss, piss poor <laughs> like just didn't say a fucking word to him yeah. about his thing but even that sort of I was I've just that, the interview itself of getting up these pictures on the screen oh yeah what was that she I mean, that's so boring it was boring actually that's why I just switched off and thought that's enough for me yeah, I don't want to hear shite. I don't want to hear the Gordon Ramsay <laughs> I don't want to hear the Gordon Ramsay's got two, Ferrari, two Ferraris going whatever yeah. 
Yeah, well, yeah, Gordon, Gordon Ramsay came across really well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Here's my key, I've ordered it. Here's my key for his car, he's only making 100 of them. Oh, fuck off, Gordon, you <laughs> Get off my TV. I don't know why I pay my bloody licence fee. This is a drivel that you come up with. And Amazon Prime can have my £6 month, because yeah. I'd rather see them free. Yeah. I'm a main Clarkson. The Grand Tour. Yeah. Then uh, Chris Evans shouts, and then Matt LeBlanc thinks he's some absolute chocolate. Loves himself, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh! <laughs> so I won't be able to watch another Top Gear. Yeah. I will. I'll be watching them. I just think it's so hilarious. <laughs> the, the, the way the way so they do me, everything literally exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was <laughs> funny. It, it was actually yeah. Again, you know, laughable for the wrong reasons. Um, but it was just too much for me. I thought I'm not watching this shite. I've got better things to do myself. I, I bet when it was when the first episode was aired, the you know Richard Richard Jeremy and James watched it and pissing themselves. You would do, wouldn't you? Thinking, I mean, ah, this is what they've come up with, right? It's just, it's just, or they'd just be very you? upset. <laughs> I don't think they would. <coughs> no, I don't think you would. When we look at a paycheck at the end of every month, fully, you know, you won't be upset. And they've got. Did you see it? there was a thing um, on Facebook and shit? There was doing. It was a clickbaity thing, but it was like, oh, this video of Jeremy Clarkson trying to um, put together a box got more more views than. Um, top Gear and actually it was pretty funny <laughs> the, the video it was literally just Jeremy Clarkson trying to put a box together well, and Jeremy and Chris Evans uh, was James talking, and Richard were Chris Evans was talking it. about the ratings the other day saying um, well actually you know the ratings are higher than oh, they actually fuck. are because oh. um, people have been going on iPlayer and watching it and catch up oh yeah I, I did that yeah I did that as well then it turned off halfway through Chris so <laughs> you can take one take a solitary one off your ratings you mug <laughs> I'm sure you can take a lot more off of it. You can steal a million that bastard. That's right? a that's a classic um, way to make your job look better than yeah, it actually exactly. is. Yeah, exactly. um, I will not be watching another one Very, unless I walk into a room and it's on at the same time. No. Very classy, like go on Twitter and spout off about how it's actually getting lots of views. Yeah. I just find him to be a pretty uh, terrible human being, actually, Chris Evans. I think he is he is generally. As a, as a person, he's just not a nice person. I just, get a feeling yeah. from interviews. From uh, he he's fucking in love with himself. Oh, Chocolado. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Gay> Jack. Um, <laughs> um, no, but you're right though. Yeah. You know, I I mean, last week uh, when we talked about this, uh, I, I was editing the episodes and I I put in a few interviews. Oh, it's funny. In between those, too. yeah, and I, I had to actually watch those interviews to to find out what he was saying. God, you know, it swans on everywhere and fucking sunglasses and leather jacket. He fucking twat. Yeah. He does come across an absolute balance. So. And just yeah. the way he speaks, I find. I just find him to be an awful person. Mm. Yeah. So. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That was actually longer than we thought. <laughs> just stop. Not, just get stop. your quick thoughts on Top Gear. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking bad. Fucking hell. Oh, God. We've got to stop. <laughs> what else did you watch, Woody? Um. I watched on TV Soccer Aid. Did you? I'm surprised oh, you didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, no, it did. Oh, right. Um, this charity game for UNICEF where yeah. <laughs> it happens every two years. England play at Old Trafford. Right. Uh, England against the rest of the world. And then it's a mixture of uh, ex-pros and we're talking massive, big names like... Legends. Yeah. And against ex-pros, rest of the world. And celebrities. And celebrities and pop stars, you know, all mixed in together. And, Gordon Ramsay then. Yeah, that's yeah what, it was, that's yeah. Is that what it was? That's the thing he was talking about. Him, nailing him. Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put in hospital. But we had some great players like Cafu yeah. and Rondino. Yeah. Yeah. I always love watching it. It's, yeah. it's a great... And you went, didn't you? I, well, the last time it was on Old Trafford, two years ago. Mm. I do it every two years. I went, yeah. It was brilliant. 
Absolutely yeah. fantastic. But it's yeah, it's it's good to watch and yeah, it's good for over build up for you know over Damian Lewis and, played, all have and all that sort of thing is quite funny. Damian Lewis looked decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. yeah. Um, Mark Wright's golf. Yeah, yeah, Mark Wright was playing his celebrity in the year. Tell you what, that free kick. Yeah, um, but it's all for UNICEF. I think they raised about five and a half million or something, which is great effort. So Ben Shepard's tackle as well on fucking Davids <laughs> could have broke his leg. Yeah. But it's good laugh. Yeah, it's good fun. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And then um, I've actually watched two films. Um, yeah, yeah. I've actually, it just should be interesting because I watched um, a film I think you guys reviewed, and I think I'm right in saying it's one of Jack's favourite ever films. Um, about time. Oh yes. Whoa, not one of my favourite ever films. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I yes, did quite like yes. it. Please, please give me your thoughts. Right. Okay. So I right. love it. Right. So this film. You was, don't um, love it. I'm gonna like. This is the point where I'm going to rewind to yeah, episode right. three. I like it. Please I do, it. please do. I, I, I did really enjoy the film. It's the second time I've watched it. If I hadn't enjoyed it the first time, I obviously wouldn't have suggested watching it again. So I'd, I think it does show that I, I liked it. I, I'm going to give it a six and a half. Six and a half? Jesus Christ. He gave E.T. an eight. Eight. Eight and, and a half. half. Eight and a half. Quite a big difference. Um, yeah, I suppose... Yeah, six and a half. I think that's fair. I, 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 yes, there's obviously some areas which could have been vastly improved on, but no, I think that's a reasonable score, and I, I did enjoy the film. So six and a half for me. What episode was it? Episode three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I, I, I knew you'd reviewed it in the past. Right? Oh, I, I knew you I, would I, hate I, it. I, I, let me speak. Yeah, yeah. Don't jump to conclusions. All right, cool. just, you might have loved it. And then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I saw it on TV and I thought, right, here we go, give it a go. Um, and it was probably some <laughs> biggest load of Jurassic. <laughs> it was absolutely appalling. I, ne- I nearly turned it off, actually. I nearly turned it off. I thought it was that much of a... So bad of a rom-com cliche bollocks. And Donald Gleeson. Oh, I mean... It, Oh. You would not believe how desperately he wanted to defend this film to me. It was appalling. <laughs> I knew it turned up, then, then it changed a bit, didn't it? It went, f- it stopped being a bit of a rom-com, and then it turned into um, when his dad was getting a bit ill and all this sort of stuff. And the, oh, yeah. The, um, I don't remember that much. The ADHD sister who was running around being a lunatic. Mm. Oh, yeah. It was an appalling film. Quite frankly, ridiculous. Um, <laughs> the premise was just a joke. Uh <laughs> Rachel McAdams, um, I don't actually mind actually. She's had some good performances. Um, I didn't like her character at all. Donald Gleeson was quite frankly brain dead. Uh, you know, <laughs> some of his decisions, some of the things he was doing. I mean, how stupid was this guy? He kept going back in time, and then when he met her at the Kate Moss thing, he, he forgot that she hasn't met him before. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. what, how much of a demic does he mm. have to be? You know. He's, <laughs> And he just kept going back, and I thought some of the things he kept going back for were just completely... It was bullshit. Irrational. All, all the time travel stuff He's making bullshit. some stupid decisions. Some really <laughs> stupid decisions. And then this whole idea, but when he goes back and his, uh, his daughter's turned into a, a boy, oh, yeah. and then Bill Nighy says to him, um, oh yeah, I should have told you, um, you should go back before yeah. you uh, <laughs> impregnate <laughs> someone. It's, when the sperm hits the sperm, oh. 
This is exactly what I said. Oh. Thanks for that information now, you yeah, twat. Yeah, very conveni- convenient point of story. <laughs> 90 minutes in, yeah, cheers. But what was so... Like, I think I remember this. What was even more stupid is that he, he went back and he tried to do it exactly the same way. And it's like, that. how fucking impossible would that be? I found, I found the whole thing quite boring because he... he are you going to thrust into her exactly the same he way? Kept every going, time? He kept going back to the first <laughs> night. First night we have sex with all this, and he, every time he went back, he got he was doing it better and yeah, better. Yeah, and yeah. I just found it. I just found that I didn't find that funny, and to be fair, I found it quite boring. And then you know the actual bits where you decide to have a kid, uh, blink your eyes, and then it's there. Yeah, and then yeah. he keeps going back and changing the bollocks. I don't, I don't understand how you could enjoy that film. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go at rom coms right because you know. They're mm. all not much of anything, are they? But a, a good love story told well is a good film. Yeah. You know? True. And this just wasn't. I don't... Right, you explain yourself. I'm not going into it again. Just... It's the fact of... It, it's not that all rom-coms are bad. It's the fact of there's... the Like, most of yeah, them are. Yeah. <laughs> because, because, are, yeah. because people la- do it lazily. It's, yeah. it's very easy to do a lazy one than get, you know fucking 40 year old women to Mm. cry over yeah exactly exactly. and that's what this uh, this film did as well very unrealistic portrayals of portrayals of yeah so if you could explain yourself Jack or am I going to have to splice in I'm going to have to even splice in some more footage the best best bit was uh, Margaret Robbie um shaking what mama gave it that was a bit bad candy I don't remember was she in it yeah she was um, I don't remember that part Tim's first Oh yes, yeah, Love, wasn't yeah. Oh Christ, yeah, yeah. She yes, I remember fit, now. Yeah. Okay, was it? Yeah, she was fit. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't apart know. Apart from having a, a very good cast, which you did, I don't know. It was, it was honestly dreadful. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> but you obviously like it for some reasons. Have you seen it? Twice? Yeah, no, I do like it. I don't know. I just think it's quite a fun film. And I've, I've written down a few. Uh, lines from the film. Oh, because they, I, I, the dialogue is just awful. I thought the script was actually really strong. No, it wasn't. Okay, gentlemen, if you don't mind, I can sit you here beside these two young ladies. No, no, sounds absolutely perfect. Oh God, you sound very perky. I am, and very handsome. <laughs> oh, I'm Jen. Hi. Oh, hi. I'm Mary. I'm Tim. Mary's my mother's name, actually. I thought the script was actually really strong. This was back before uh, Jack was brainwashed by us. Listen back, to, back when he liked shit films. Films. No, but I want to listen to this episode now. Yeah, well... Yeah. I want you to yeah. uh, put some things... <laughs> oh, he will. Yeah. I bet you do. I will. Well, it's quite frankly abysmal. What was it was the it? film? Uh, <laughs> 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 you to change the subject. Alright, alright, okay. That's enough. Uh, <laughs> Jack's got to cool down now after he's just been burnt. <laughs> um, right, Jack. Yeah. Second film, I forgot what it was now. <laughs> um, what was it called? It's called The Two Faces of January. Has anyone heard of this? Uh, 2014 release. Kirsten Dunst. Um, Oscar Isaac's in it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's set in 1960s Greece. And it's um, basically, it's his, it's his couple, this American couple, Kirsten Dunst and the other guy's name escapes me. Um they're tourists in Greece. It looks like they're sort of holiday makers. Maybe they live there, potting about. Um, they want to get a tour of the ruins. Um, this guy, Oscar Isaac, approaches them and says, oh, I'll be your tour guide. And it transpires, but um, this bloke... Um, I think he's I think he's called the actor's called Vigo Mortensen yeah, yeah. oh Vigo Mort- Mort- yeah, I can't yeah. fucking say his name v- Aragon v- from Lord of the Rings yeah yeah he's in Lord of the Rings yeah 
Um, <laughs> Viggo Mortensen, I think he's called. So, it, it, anyway, I won't be spoilery, but he... Mortensen. Yeah. That's yeah. it. He, he accidentally kills someone, and then... Um, sure. That's not that's not spoiler. It's not spoiler. <laughs> um, okay. And then it's about this couple. Are they really who they say they are? Um, can we actually trust trust Oscar Isaac um, and it's it's a very good film actually mm. I really enjoyed it um, if you get a chance to watch it I would it, it's, not, it's not the best film in the world um, a couple of the, of the reveals were a bit predictable one that I called very early on Oscar Isaac was pretty good and it's a good setting as well because uh, 1960s is this mm. sort of uh, time where travel is limited and all this sort of stuff lot, you get to see a lot of nice bits of Greece and um, mm-hmm. Good film, good film. Not mm. not best film in the world, um, but okay. it was it was alright. Yeah, mm. so, that's um, all I've watched. Is it for you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've watched uh, one film, and it's two thousand and one: A Space Odyssey. Mm. By the view, team. Yeah, I've seen it. you've seen it. Okay, a long time ago. Not seen it. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I I've, I've, be like I've, I've I've seen so many fucking parodies of it of the mm. whole Hal Nine Thousand thing. Um, so I was like, I was finally just like, well, fuck it, I'll watch it. I'll probably enjoy it. Stanley Kubrick, you know. Um, but I was not expecting yeah. what happens uh, at all. Um, and I had, to, I, I definitely had to kind of take a minute to collect my thoughts after yeah. watching it. Yeah. And I still feel like I need to kind of read more about it. Um, because it was bloody amazing. Yeah, I, I remember enjoying it. Because it has got a bit of a cool following, hasn't it? Yeah, it has definitely yeah, got definitely, a cool, definitely. cool following. Right. Um, Let's watch it then. But I, it's just something I've kind of wanted to watch for ages, but I did not expect, I didn't know at all what it was going to mm. actually happen and did not expect that whatsoever. So what is it? What's the... What's the I don't even know if story. I can really do it justice by explaining. I feel like you've just got to watch it. But right. there's, yeah, there's so many... Yeah. It's Well, it, it covers existentialism, doesn't it? And, yeah. uh, you know, future kind of technology and shit like I don't know it's, there's just there's like three acts to the film is, yeah, would you say I'd say three yeah you know there's the whole thing with the gorillas at the beginning and then uh, Dawn of Man it is mm. and then there's the Hal 9000 thing and then there's the fucking clusterfuck at the end <laughs> um, but yeah you probably wouldn't like it Jack oh great <laughs> No, it's it's obviously I like, think about times more your level yeah I think you I think hear so it. much about it <laughs> The thing that's mostly parodied, parodied, parodied with it, I think, is the Hell 9000 no, aspect to it, which I did enjoy a lot, and uh, it was filled with tension. I love that. Mm. But, yeah, the, the whole film's crazy. So, wow. So, yeah. Interesting. Check it out if you want, Jack, but mm. I don't think you'd like it. Great. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's that's all I've watched, so... Okay, well, uh, I guess I'll just move on to say that you can email us uh, at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk. You can follow us at, on Twitter at filmnight underscore. Rate, please rate, review, and subscribe uh, on iTunes, Acast, any other podcatcher that you found us on. Other than that, unless anybody has anything else they'd like to say. Yeah, um, funnily enough, I forgot to mention it before. I was watching House of Cards last night. Oh, yeah. <coughs> and um, <coughs> not every episode is directed by the same person. The one I watched last night was directed by Jodie Foster. Oh, really? Was it? Was it good? <laughs> yeah, it was one of the best ones I watched. In a while really? As well, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it was interesting actually. So, mm. unfortunately, she didn't do a good job on Money Monster. Well, didn't do a great job. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know if it's all down to the directing. Uh, no, no. I think there's a lot more down to the writing. The, yes. the writing, I think, yes. is the main problem. Yeah, yes. some of the, some of the shots and I thought the direction was good, yeah. was pretty good, but yeah. mm. anyway. 
Alright, then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's a quite hard one to sum up, I think. It's got it's got a mix of a lot of its comedy, it's got it's got some sadness, it's got some obviously romance, it's got a bit of everything, but as a as a film, I, I really enjoyed it. I just, I just sort of really enjoyed the film. Um, I thought it was a pretentious piece of shit. Oh my god, okay <laughs> then.